Welcome to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. Thank you for listening. And now, here's the Sunday's message. Morning, church. So as Father Alex mentioned at the beginning of Mass, uh, my name is Deacon Dan. I am a transitional deacon with the Companions of the Cross, the community that Father Alex and Father Simon are a part of. And I'm super delighted to be back here at St. Benedict. Uh, For those of you who were here, uh, I was a seminarian intern at the parish back in 2019. Um, So I had the privilege of living with Father Alex and Father Simon, cooking for them, doing their laundry, uh, doing all those chores, you know. Um, So please, please pray hard for Sebastian, who's our seminarian intern right now. Uh, No, but in all seriousness, I learned a ton from from these priests, as well as uh, Deacon David, who was here at the time. And it's just such an honor for me to be here right now as a as a deacon, and to break open the Word of God for us this morning. So as a seminarian, I studied down in uh, Detroit, Michigan at Sacred Heart Major Seminary. Sometimes we refer to it as Hogwarts because it looks like such a castle. Um, but as a Canadian studying in the U.S., I'm required to have a student visa in order to have legal status in the country and to be able to stay there for long periods of time. Now, usually, once the details are all sorted out uh, and I have the papers in hand, I can cross the border in and out, no issue as much as I want. Except for this one summer in my early years of seminary where I came up against an issue trying to cross back into the States. So it was the end of the school year, and us seminarians, we were feeling great. Studies were done for the year, and my seminary brother and I, we decided we were going to go drive to Canada. And just hang out for the day and then come back home to Detroit at the end of the night. So it was myself and Joshua, who is now Father Joshua. We were baby seminarians at this time. So we drove over to Windsor, Ontario, which is just right across the river from Detroit. And we hung out, did our thing. Now at the end of the night, we drove back to the border and we did the usual process. Gave our passports, gave our student visas, and then we answered any questions that they would ask. But when the border officer looked at our visas, they quickly made us aware that they were now expired. And we didn't know. See, there was a a fine print stipulation that nullified our legal status at the end of the school year. And now, there was a possibility that we weren't going home to Detroit that evening. So they took us in to the border office for an interrogation um, because to them, we were just these two random guys trying to get into the country illegally. Right? And I mean, look at us. We look super shady, right? <laughs> but, but they kept us there for a very long time. And it, and it was such a terrible experience. We were sitting on these hard plastic chairs for several hours. We couldn't be on our phones. We even had to ask permission to stand up and take a drink of water from the water fountain. So for several hours, we waited. And at first, as good seminarians, we waited patiently. But very quickly, we became frustrated because we really didn't know how it was all going to turn out. We were, we were frustrated at having to wait with such uncertainty. Now finally, after a couple hours, a border officer comes out and instructs us to get into our car. And we're ready to drive away, and he comes to our window. And he points to the direction of Detroit, just over the bridge, and he says, All right, gentlemen, you're going to drive in that direction. And then you're going to turn around at those cones and head back to Canada because you're not coming into the States tonight. <sighs> After all that time, we were still rejected. We couldn't go home. And now we are stranded in Windsor with nothing but our phones and our wallets on us. 
Now, praise God, we knew at least one person who had close connections in Windsor, namely Father Alex, whose parents actually live in Windsor. So we, we called them up, and they, they generously took us in, you know, these poor seminarians. We stayed with them for, for about a week, I think, um, and they were just so good to us. They treated us so well, like, like we were the sons they always wanted, you know? <laughs> but but we got, we got, we got, they hosted us as we, as we tried to sort out our situation, and at the end of it all, we were able to get new visas and return to Detroit eventually. But even though everything ended up working out for us at the end, that time of waiting in the dreadful border office was such a rough ordeal. Because there's nothing more frustrating and discouraging than waiting for something that you just don't know is ever going to come. Right? And, and the more you wait with no results, the more frustrated you become, the more discouraged you become. And I think many of us have experienced something like this in our life at some point. Or, or maybe some of us are even experiencing it right now. Where we're waiting for something that may or may not come. That we're waiting, badly wishing for this thing to finally arrive, and we just don't know if it ever will. Maybe it's, it's a rocky marriage or a failed relationship, and you're wondering, is it ever going to get better? Is my heart ever going to heal? Or maybe you're in the throes of, of addiction or an unhealthy attachment, and you're wondering, am I ever going to be set free? Or maybe it's direction for your life that you're grasping for, and you're asking, when am I going to get that, that conviction of where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to do? And many of us experience certain darkness in our lives. And we're waiting, asking, is the light ever going to break through? Is this season of my life ever going to pass? But the Word of God tells us something different. The readings that we just heard proclaimed speak of a different kind of waiting. A waiting where the future is assured. Like we're not waiting with, with wishful thinking, wondering, is it ever going to come? But we're waiting for something that is already on its way. We're waiting for something that is already beginning to unfold for us. St. Paul tells us this, It is the moment for you to wake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. St. Paul is saying that right now we are at the point in the day when night is over. Darkness is already beginning to fade. It's the break of dawn, the light is creeping in, and the new day is beginning. Now we're still waiting for the fullness of the sunlight, but we know without a doubt that it's coming because we experience its beginning with our own eyes. St. Paul is telling us that by the coming of Jesus, the darkness is already changed into light. The night has already changed into dawn. And he says that even though we, we aren't fully yet at the fullness of the day, we ought to live honorably as in the day, as if we are in the fullness of the day. And that being people of the light, we ought to lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. You see, 
as followers of Jesus, we no longer wait like the world. In vain, in despair, with uncertainty, our waiting is transformed by the very fact, by the reality that Jesus has already come. We're not waiting for a light that might come. The light's already here. And we're simply waiting for that fullness of light to shine in all its glory. And Jesus is that light that is already shining in our lives. And so this weekend, we begin a new preaching series called The Coming Dawn. And as we journey through these four weeks of Advent, we're going to break open what it means for us as the people of God to be people of waiting. What does it mean when we say that, that we no longer wait in uncertainty or in despair, but that we wait with sure and certain hope that Jesus, the Messiah, the rising sun, will come again in full glory? And Advent, the season that we begin today, is a season that reminds us that we are already people of the dawn. That the light that, that God promises His people is already here. It's already arrived. It's already unfolding, already being fulfilled. And we, with great expectation, great assurance, we wait for that time when Jesus will come again in the fullness of his glory and scatter every last bit of darkness from our lives. I want to share with you a story. So this past summer, I went on an overnight hike for the first time in the mountains of the Promised Land, British Columbia, where I'm from. And as I hiked up this mountain for, for hours, it was rainy, it was gray, it was miserable, it was cloudy. There were no views of the mountains and no sign of the sun. And after a day of hiking, I finally got to the top of the mountain and it was the same. Cloudy, gray, could not see anything. No sight of the views that I came to see. But the next morning, I woke up. As soon as I woke up, I poked my head out of my tent. And what I saw was a thin sliver of blue coming up on the edge of the horizon. And I knew, I knew that this was the moment of the break of dawn. So what did I do? I quickly unzipped the door of my tent, got my sleeping bag, and sat on a nearby ledge to take in the sunrise. And I sat there in silence, watching the black sky transform right before my eyes. Slowly, the black became a dark blue, and then became a lighter blue, and then became a lighter blue, minute by minute. And slowly but surely, the sun that was, that was transforming the dark sky began to reveal these magnificent views of the snow-capped mountains. And so I continued to sit there. I continued to take it in, to wait for the fullness of the sun to emerge. Because even though I didn't yet see the sun, I knew that by the very fact that it was getting brighter and brighter minute by minute, that the sun, without a doubt, is just on the other side of that mountain, certain to emerge to light up the entire valley. And it did. That's exactly what it did. 
And see, this is what we experience when we put on Jesus Christ. When we live in Jesus, we become people of the dawn, already living in the light, and yet at the same time awaiting the fullness of the light that is to come. I want to speak to the person today who feels like they're stuck in darkness, who's waiting for the light to dawn, who might be asking, is that light ever going to break through? Is this season ever going to pass? I want to speak to that person today who is struggling with chronic illness and wondering, is it ever going to end? To the person who's waiting for a diagnosis and it's looking pretty dark. To the person here who's wondering, is my depression ever going to lift? To the discouraged couple who's trying to conceive. To the person who's, who's waiting with anxiety for doors of opportunity to open for their career. And to the countless people who find themselves in a relationship of turmoil with family, with children, with colleagues. God is saying to you today, live as though you are already in the light. Look to Jesus who has already come, who desires to be the light in your darkness because this darkness is not the end. And so if this is you, if this is you, I want to pray for you today, right here, right now. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, the promised Messiah, the light of the world, we know and believe that you are already shining upon us and that we are already living in your light. And yet, as we await the fullness of your glory, we still face bouts of darkness. And so, Jesus, we invite you in right now to penetrate our darkness with your light, to show us that you're here with us. Jesus, you know the hearts of your people. Change our hearts. Make us people of the dawn already living as if we are in the fullness of your glory. And fill us, Jesus, with sure and certain hope that you are coming, that you are here. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. We give you permission to be our light. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe and share this with a friend. God bless and have a great week.